Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Michelle Ander. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. We are talking the final season of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, season five, which came out today on Netflix. We've already binged all 13 episodes, and we'll be giving you our reactions to the epic conclusion to one of our favorite shows that we've been covering since the beginning. Um, ever. E- ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> ever. speak for yourself. Okay. So uh, the, we'll, we'll, we'll see if the, I don't know. We're not going to get into the legacy. So we're going to be reacting to the crazy stuff that happened. So make sure you've seen all of season five of Shira and the entire show, because we're going to get into spoilers. spoilers right away. Cause I know that we can't contain ourselves. So we're just going to get right into spoilers. So <laughs> that's right. Go watch the season. <laughs> Then come back and listen. Spoiler warning starting now and also overlyanimated.com, youtube.com slash overlyanimated for all uh, of our past year podcasts and stuff. Um, react just the first thing is like, what were your reactions to the to watching the season? What are your reactions right now? How are you feeling now having seen the season, Delaney? I mean, just screaming the whole time, like the whole season. Just it was so good. And like, you know, I was so worried. I talked about it in the trailer. I was like so worried about the trailer podcast, about what was going to happen and what the, what we were doing. And it was just so good the whole time. And then we got to the end and I like lost my mind. I'm still losing my mind. Like this, this is how I felt when Cora ended and I like can't handle it. This it also just means I'm going to be really, really sad tomorrow because it's over because she was so good, but it's on Netflix. So I'm going to rewatch it immediately. Um, Oh my god! I've like rewatched the final like three minutes of the show like six times. Like, I can't, I can't handle it. Like, which is exactly what I did when Cora saw me happen. So it's fine. Oh my god! Like, I'm still, I'm still so revved up. So context: we all binge watched it today, right? Well, Delaney got done at noon because me and my fiance started at six a.m. because there, we couldn't be on Twitter. Like, we were like, we have to do this right now. Like, no spoilers. So we binge watched it, and then these guys didn't get done until later. And I was like, I have no one to yell at. And like me and my fiance <laughs> can only yell at each other for so long because, like, like oh my god, I just, uh, I just, my chest hurts. Like I'm probably gonna throw up. Like oh. okay, there you go, dang. Uh, the no, we hope not. We hope no one <laughs> throws up or passes Wasn't there out. another podcast? We were like, do I need to get a trash live? can for you? Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is like the <laughs> second in a row Texas. for you, Delaney. Yeah, this is like the second podcast. <laughs> You're just very excited about things recently. That's very good. excited. <laughs> I'm like a little kid. I love it. <laughs> I have a weak stomach. I'm gonna throw up. I'm so excited. No, please don't. We hope not. Uh, okay, but Delaney, yeah, Delaney got through it quick and was is, is still hyped about it. And I was really like pestering Dylan. I was like, Dylan, are you done yet? Are you done yet? I was, <laughs> had some work to do, but fit in, still got it done uh, pretty early. But um, yeah, and then Michelle just finished the season, so fresh reactions from Michelle. How are you feeling? Oh my god, I just <laughs> finished like la- like a half hour ago. I, I woke up at noon and just binged it like entirely through. I stopped twice for food. Because I'm not a fool. I've been on the podcast. I know it's going to be a while talking here. But, like, oh, my gosh. I just, like, I have such a headache. And I'm, uh, like, my body is so tired. But that's, like, the best kind of feeling for me. Because it means, like, I screamed a lot. I cried a lot. I got very excited. Um, And, like, now I'm just, like, a floppy shell of a person. But it's, like, good. It's nice. I mean, I... 
I wasn't super worried that I wasn't going to be satisfied, but I think I also like, I tried to keep my expectations like somewhere in the middle, but also assumed probably they'd blow me away. And they definitely did. I mean, there were so many moments. I mean, honestly, like half the time I like legit cried was just seeing Adora become She-Ra in her new outfit and like how her oh muscles stand out and like when she's <laughs> holding Catcher, I'm just like, this is the gayest fantasy I've ever seen. When and she I, like, transformed the first time, I like lost my mind. Oh, I screamed. And at the end, I screamed a lot too. I, even like before, like the, the really good payoff where Catcher's just like, she doesn't love me the way I love her. I'm like, okay, that's it right there. We all know what that means. So like... Just a lot of screaming all the time, but very good screaming. I feel really good. I'm very proud of this show. I think they definitely suck the landing, and I'm probably going to rewatch it a lot. Like Blaine said, it's all on Netflix. It's just right there. I can watch it as much as I want now. It's all finished. It's all yes, it is all finished. That's sad, but yeah, and uh, we'll, it's we'll so see, sad. We'll see who it's rewatches Shira first. Like <laughs> y'all, y'all are making big claims. Okay. Big claims. <laughs> I'm gonna go rewatch here right away. I mean, that's probably true. I've um, already started. Thank you. Yeah, you see if this challenge. I've rewatched Cora so many times. I'm curious if I will like reach that same level with Shira. If I will rewatch it as much. And the same day as this season, Avatar is on Netflix for the first time. I know they, they suggested, and it they at suggest the end. Avatar like, at the end. That's so great, right? They That's know what company they keep. <laughs> That's so amazing. Great. So yeah, they know what we're here for. Oh, especially <laughs> since this entire one, the entire finale was literally the finale to the Legend of Korra. <laughs> Like, Except for the very blatant Utama motif, which is the gayest motif of our modern That's... age. So, like, I'm also just very happy about that. Yeah, but Michelle got that in early. That's good. Uh, oh, my it, God. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I saw it. I'm like, yo, they've watched the crap out of Utama, which I'm not surprised. But well, I mean, the, okay, it was so funny. Day. When she did her uh, transformation the first time, my fiance was like, Sailor Moon who? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, like, which Chira's new transformation. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, April, April, give us your reactions how you're feeling about Chira. Um, so I feel very raw. Um <laughs> what a like, Yeah. I think that's the only way to like describe it though, is because um like um like Michelle, like I try not to go into any type of season, like especially the final season, with like any real expectations, just because like I like to be pleasantly surprised. And if like I'm disappointed, I can't be like, well, I knew I was gonna hate it. Like it, it's just <laughs> it's not a good setup. Um, but I guess if I'm really true and honest with myself, I knew that this final season was going to be amazing. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, I laughed, I cried, I, like, I screamed, but I woke my husband up because I was sobbing. <laughs> um, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to <laughs> sure, bed. Sure. And like, hey, okay. <laughs> so, um, and from the screaming too, he's like, you've been screaming, now you're crying. Are you being attacked? No. I mean, my Is emotions it are- day? Yeah, like- <laughs> You were being attacked. Emotional attack. Um, There were like, yeah, there, it was, it it was great. And like I said, I feel very raw and emotional. So I'm not going to like 
be surprised if I cry at some point while we talk about this. Um, tomorrow I'll probably feel really good, <laughs> but mm. <laughs> but so, that's kind of where I am. Like this this se- this final season was so much more than I could have like wanted it to be. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's good. Everyone's gonna. Everyone apparently is gonna break down on this podcast. That's fine. Absolutely, That's fine. Dylan. That makes sense. We're gonna have tears screaming, and I'm gonna throw up. It'll be great. Okay, not that last part, but okay. I've got That's a fucking like... for you. <laughs> okay, uh, I I feel great about this last season. Um, I think I think this is like the best season of Shira easily, like by far. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I typically I'm like happy with some things. Uh, you know, maybe underwhelmed by other things in Shira, but like this season is just like. Everything I think you want to a certain, to like, I mean, it's, it's complicated because on one hand, this is, it got, this was like the big gay explicit romantic ending I've been talking about for all, all the podcasts going on. I got everything I wanted with that, but it's like with the ship that I like don't even ship. And like, I, I knew this was, you know, it's coming, but it's still, it's still mixed reaction. Um, but, uh, it's, it's like, I think the season does a great job of buying you into Catchador and oh, they sold the me. Through. Yeah. I'm oh, on yeah. the ship. Yeah. I had to ask my fiance if I could come if on the ship. If only it was like this. I set, this I set all my other them. ships on fire, much in the fashion <laughs> of Seahawk and Mermista. Mermista set yeah. it on fire, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> just, that was true love. The uh, There's so much romance. Oh, my but God. But I, like, I discovered the OT3, though, so I'm okay with that. What's the OT3? Oh, it's Glimmer, Catcher, and Adora. Obviously, yeah, you can throw a bow at me or something, or, you know. But uh, the the it's the, yeah, a lot of uh, Glimmer and and Catra, That was great. Just re- season's really good the whole way through. It's especially strong early on, which is surprising. Oh I think yeah, some no, of the best yeah. episodes are yeah. episodes are crazy, and then you don't even know you're in the middle of the season at one point. You're like, what's going on? Yeah, I lost track at a certain point, but that I had to start taking breaks in between episodes so I could <laughs> figure out where I was. That's okay. We don't need to know the difference. That's fine. No, we were <laughs> just watching it, and it's, it's all of a sudden we're like, "Whoa, we're on episode nine. Yeah, yeah the, uh, I think the the yeah the finale is so good and gorgeous. That I think but I feel like you want to rewatch like the last eight minutes of the finale so you get the kiss yes. in there, um, and then to, into like the the epilogue ish sequence and stuff, and then the the giant fantasy ending, and it's it's oh. it's it's really amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, this is this is better than I thought. Like the better than we've seen Shira, better than I thought we could get from Shira. And I like totally like we're all so skeptical of like an explicit romantic ending involving Adora or like any main character. And we just get it and then some and mm-hmm. in general, just all the potential romantic endings. Like, there were all the like there were we, there were all the things you wanted. Like, you know, sometimes you just get like a kiss or an I love you. Actually, you never get an I love you. This was incredible. We got an I yeah. love you and a kiss. And like and then we got the Korasami ending, which I was like, wow, you did that on purpose. Now I hurt more. Yeah. The only bad thing better would be if uh, Adora's like, Catra, I think I'm gay. And then Catra's like, uh, n- no crap, everyone <laughs> yeah, is that's gay in this world. Like, literal, oh, <laughs> that would be the, be, only, the only better That's thing. the only way it could have been better. Is if every, we were like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, because you can't really, I feel like you don't come out on this world. But uh, that would be the, their the version only, of it. <laughs> Better. I didn't know it would have been Swift Win being like, duh. Not a, yeah, it was not a no no good Swift Win ending. Um, I'm thinking about that. Where was the the Swift Win horse companion? Where was his revolution? You didn't need one. Okay, He's there you go. That's I that's enough Swift Win discussion. Okay, yeah. never... horse and a bird. He doesn't need anything yeah, else. He is a horse and a bird. That's true. Um, oh, yeah, that was. 
Okay, a lot, a lot of things to get into, and um, I'm I'm particularly happy with a few other things, like in the finale, and they did towards that. And I was surprised, just just very surprised with the with the direction this whole season. This is this is like the sheer I was always hoping for, and it's it's the pay it's the payoff, it's the happy payoff to all the angst before. So it's like the part you love the most, and I'm definitely connecting with it the most. Um, obviously, first thing I want to talk about is how gay the end of the show is, and oh the whole season God. really. The whole season is so gay. Yeah. Like um, obviously Shira is gay, but then they were like, "Let's crank it up to 11. I guess we get the this is a milestone first uh, same sex kiss between two main characters. Yes, um, yeah, it's Ruby and Sapphire, like maybe. I mean, they they kind of count too, but um, you know, like the two main characters of the show, it's crazy. Um, and uh, also, also just- this is also the show. Funnily enough, I was talking about this with my therapist, who I made her <laughs> make the children watch the show anyway. Um, because I had therapy right after I finished. It's fine. Yeah, how'd that go? It was great. It was me. I, t- I, t- I literally just, I screamed about Shira for like the first 20 minutes of my therapy session. It was great. Um, so, like, ad- the thing is also, like, this isn't just like, oh, we have a like, gay kiss at the end. Kind of like what they got with, like, kind of with Voltron. Like, Adora and Catra are the DNA of the show. Like, the relationship defines everything that happens. It Like, it is the central conflict. And, like, for for them to go, like, to have done this is incredible. Like, not only is, like, did we get it, but it's, like, it's the literal point of the show. Yeah, and it, and it fully pays off. In, in That's this. the thing. It comes full circle. And I think that, for me, was the, like, I, I always knew Catradora was inevitable. Like, that was, that's the thing when you start watching the show. My fiancé is, like, mad at me, but it's fine. She's just... Just because I don't ship it doesn't mean I don't know what's going to happen. So, Catradora, inevitable. Like, you knew it was going to happen. You just didn't know how or why or when. And then for them to, like, to do this full circle and then to completely sell you on it in the final season is just crazy. Especially because we had talked about it. Like, Catra is at her lowest point in season three. And then, are we on season five? I don't know. Season Yeah, four. we're on season even. five. Everything is so confusing because the way they split things up. Yeah. Anyway, like lo- lowest point last season, and then now we're here. Like just yeah. all of it, like over third to do it. Like I was shocked because I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, and I think they did it perfectly. And like it, just everything from like with Catra and Glimmer, and then like to like I mean, we really see that struggle. Like we almost been. It's almost like we spend even more time with Catcher than we do normally, and it's great. Yeah. Um, a lot of, yeah, this is a big, big, big Catcher season. Um, and a very quick Catcher redemption, if you want to call it that, that we get. We're right. talking a lot about that. But it's so not, but it's not rushed. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. talk about it for sure. Um, I feel like uh, I'll, I'll, we've been talking about Catcher Dora as the DNA of the show the whole way through. Um, but I do think people were out on it in terms of shipping it, but also maybe in terms of it happening, particularly right. at the end of season three when she almost blows up the world. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, I like, I'm not ashamed to admit that I was one of those people. Well, I didn't ship and... it. I shipped Lever and Adora. Like, I couldn't, like, I was like, <laughs> nope. But I, like, I will say, like, I, re- I remember distinctly telling people, I was like, yeah, like, the last season of she is coming out and I swear if Catradora happens I'm just gonna scream on the podcast for like three hours out of anger um, okay, and here 
Yeah, there's no anger. I'm not mad. <laughs> no, that's exactly that was that was the legitimate fear I had was that this was that the, however they were going to do it to get Catradora at the end that it wasn't going to be satisfying. Yeah, and I think that's part, like that's something to be said too is that how like in the way that it happened, I it it was satisfying. So I was like, okay, so we had to get through like the first four seasons to get to this point and to make it okay. So, and I don't, and I agree with Delaney. I don't think it was like rushed. I think we just like, like it took its natural progression. Yeah. And um, through all these ups and downs in terms of shipping it, in terms of thinking it's going to happen, I feel like I've been consistent saying it's going to happen this whole time. So hopefully you're prepped for, for this, this, this last season. And, uh, but I don't think it was always a given that it would end this way, you know, so explicitly Mm -hmm. and reading interviews with Noel, those that are starting to come out, it wasn't even something that she was aiming for right from the beginning. I think that it's, it's, it seems like it's something that, she only tried to get going in the middle of production. Um, she didn't know, if, she didn't think it would get approved in the beginning, and then she just goes for it in the middle, and then it does get approved. And uh, big kudos to DreamWorks. I mean, they're on fire with, with rep. I mean, the leading, yeah. maybe the leading company with Cartoon Network at this point, um, in, in kids, uh, queer rap. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to see the, to see this, uh, this, this happy of an ending for them with all the angst we went through. Uh, Michelle, how, how does it feel? I feel like you were someone that was, uh, shipping them at least part of the way, uh, the whole way through. Um, you know, how, how does, is, does this feel like such a cathartic, complete arc for them at this point? I mean, it does. I think along with like April around the finale of season three, I was just like, whoa, this feels like a new kind of just not acceptable place. Catcher has gone with her actions to hurt people, specifically Adora. I don't know how they can fix this. But I think the really nice thing about the season is even though they get Katra and she makes amends, like in the first half, they still have the back half of the season to purse out like, well, okay, like maybe we're technically on the same side, but we're not like okay with each other yet, or maybe okay with ourselves in Katra's case. And there's like all the stuff with shadow weaver, like all the loose threads that have, been the backbone of why there were fractures in their relationship to begin with in season one. I feel like they, they really took the time, especially in the second half of this season to address those, um, to make it get to a believable point. And I just like, remember feeling like when, when, when catcher finally like tells the door, she loves her. And, like my reaction was like, oh god! Like she said, but it's also like, well, duh! Like we all, <laughs> yeah, like, from season <laughs> right. one, right? She, she just felt didn't that way, that. yeah. But then, like, it's because Adora, and also Adora is the dumbest person. But like, it's also like Catra's like, she's like, yeah, like of course I love you, and Adora like gives her like this look, and she's just so happy to hear it like out of Catra's mouth. That's like what she needed, and it's just so nice. And it's like, yeah, that's what I needed to. Too like I just like I all like we all knew but like so we need to hear it too sometimes <laughs> and it was really good so like I think like the the season did a really good job of just showing that you know Catcher hit her rock bottom she's trying to figure out a new place in life she she's always been afraid of being abandoned she I really appreciated the new flashbacks they gave us just showing like Catcher's insecurities of you know Adora having other friends of her not knowing how to have friends outside of Adora I think that's a big part of you know a part of like the puzzle that was missing in terms of us understanding Catra's reservations maybe for changing 
but she's able to get that. She like she's a part of the friend squad by the end of the show, and I feel like she really benefits from that. And it seems to make her really happy to be there. So I think, yeah, I, I mean, I'm t- I totally bought it. I I do appreciate that it it was not instantaneous. It took a while for them to really reach a point where they could just like you know all feelings on the table no more walls up like this is the end of the world so we might as well just be real about it with each other and they were and then the lesbian love saved the day and that's always gonna feel nice so (laughs) I, i really liked it like yeah i was really concerned but i think like a lot of it's just like a lot of it depended on how adora was gonna take it and the fact that she was willing to go all in with Catra because Catra's never stopped being important to her. Like, yeah, like they've been obsessed with each other every season. Like, it's not a surprise that she would still want to, you know, fight for Catra and want Catra to come around. And Catra's finally at a place where she can, like, do that for herself and, and, and think it's a good idea and not just want the worst things for herself. Like she wants to, if Adora basically, if Adora can believe that Catra deserves better then Catra can believe that for herself too. That's like kind of how I took it. So it's just really good. I'm just really happy. They, yeah, they spent a lot of time specifically on their relationship. I think if I had a qual, maybe it's that Scorpio didn't get as much time as I mm. wanted. But like, that's okay. Cause like, Catcher and Adora were always the heart of the show. So it makes sense that their relationship would be built up the most. Yeah. Scorpio uh, brainwashed for half the season, too. I don't know. Uh, and but, she's yeah. very menacing and very powerful. <laughs> but I, I don't know. You know, Scorpio's <laughs> her, her climactic moment last season, you could argue. Um, that's true. That was definitely her, like, big moment. And, like, yeah. you know, she gets to be very gay with Perfume, and now that's all okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's a new I think there are family. more gay ships in the end of this than there are. I think there are two hetero ships. There is not one hetero kiss. Yes. I know. There's, <laughs> I, there's gay kisses and no hetero kisses. What a you, world. You'd Amazing. think they would have Bo and Glimmer kiss, but it felt like they were nope. making a point by, yes, by not having any. I loved it. <laughs> so good. Is amazing. Um, so yeah, do you want to go through all the couples? I, that's one of my uh, not a, as important, but we got the cat. We got Catchador Bone Glimmer, which could be its own discussion thing. Uh, it's own discussion point. Um, Hordak and Entrapta kind of had an ending to them. <laughs> Natasha and Spinnerel, part of the queer up. We they have two kisses this season, and they're kissing in the title card for part of the season. It's great. Um, their their kiss at the in the epilogue type segment is is really amazing. It's um, great. Siaka and Mermista have a love confession. Um, Kyle and Rogelio have a background moment. And a baby. And they took the weird imp baby. That was good. Uh, Scorpia and Perfuma. Uh, ambiguous, but there seems to be some attraction. There. So She's, she says something Scorpia about you're looking good. Yeah, she says you look like beautiful or something. You yeah. know she likes her. And they yeah. danced. They danced. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Perfuma ships. I didn't see this one. There's like Bo and Entrapta. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't ready. <laughs> When, when they like welcomed her, like Perfuma was very nice to Scorpio from the off the bat. I was like, oh, like maybe makes sense. But they're the two yeah, nicest people, yeah. so okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, just so much romance. Like I'm always complaining about not enough. For this is great. Uh, uh, even Glimmer and Bo. I mean, do we want to spend a second on that? Like they're they're very close. They they I reconcile quickly. I loved it. Um, I also like this is the most happy I felt about a hetero teenage ship in a long time. I fully support Glimmer and Bo. Good, yeah. They're yeah. they're such good friends, and the the season spent time with like Bo, like feeling especially hurt. Like I think it makes sense the door came around quicker because like 
you know, she she kind of regrets some of the stuff she did too, but like Bo's known Glover from way back, so it feels like a much deeper betrayal and he needs more time. Mm. But it's just oh so good. Yeah, they they got a real bond. Wait, I totally bought Dora yeah. shipping them and her like Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, he, and like Bo has like an amazing outfit and Catra has an amazing yeah. outfit. But we can talk so. about the uh the 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 we, we don't get like a super flash forward epilogue, but we get Dora's imagination of one that I think kinda acts as oh, that, okay. which is great. Yeah. Um you see all them older. Uh, and they're all just bonding and uh the two, the two couples and glimmer and catra and i love just... that glimmer's trying to brush yeah. catra's hair it's so sweet uh-huh. and catra's like no I, I love that they put that segment in there i love that that's, yeah. Yeah. that's such it's a good sweet. way of doing that sort because it, it always yeah. feels a little cheesy if you have it at the end right um, but this is yeah, this i feel like it, it works with the doors character moment and uh and we it was it, it gives everyone what they want to see. Um, I, I really like that idea. Um, yeah, but Bo and Glimmer. I've been always I've always said like no, they're not they're not romantic. They're friends. You know, part of that's because I'm shipping Adore and Glimmer. Um, did did we? Here's here's my take. Did did we have the homo lens on with Bo and Glimmer, which is the opposite yes. of the hetero lens? I uh, mean, honestly, yeah, probably. But also, like, the show the show was just so not interested in exploring it on a deep way, which I love. I love their restraint with that. And they just well, saved it for Catra and Adora, really, and Scorpia. I think that, like, restraining, like, putting the restraint on the Glimmer and Bo romance, like, only further gives, like, I mean, obviously, like, Catra and Adora was, like, the end ship of this show. But I think that, like, them getting together in the end feels a little bit more justified just because there wasn't so much emphasis on it. Like, at least that's kind of how I took it was that, like, like, I was not upset. I was just like, this feels natural. Because again, like, we're all about establishing these natural relationships. And Mm so, yeah, it would just be natural that like two people who, you know, are friends for as long as they have that, you know, they develop feelings for each other. And yeah, that was like, they end up being romantic, but they're not like explicitly romantic. So I think that's kind of nice as well in terms of like them, you know, saying that they love each other like because when i first watched that scene between the two of them i i was just like oh like they're just saying they love like they love each other like in whatever way that they feel it um i didn't take it as necessarily it's like, like it's yeah. like when catcher dora happens it like affirms them yeah which is like yeah. crazy because they say i love you too since mm-hmm. a mirror yeah yeah, and I think I think it makes sense for them because they've always they're just like best friends and have been forever. So that that's like their version of of escalating yeah. their, their. So like I didn't I didn't take that as like outright romantic until later that I was like, oh my gosh, like they're together too. All right, like. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, I was I, I was upset. No Seahawk Mermisticus. Um, but oh, no, I got a declaration. I needed to see it. We no. got the got the amazing epi- uh, plot <laughs> relevant <laughs> declaration <laughs> of love to them. Um, we back back to Catchador though. So um, which you never thought I'd say, but back to more more Catchador discussion. Obviously, I mean the thing is that, that other than the stuff at the end, which you know, you have the declaration of love, the kiss them together their foreheads together and stuff at the end um they're uh they're like yeah and also like oh yeah i wanted to go back to also catcher as part of the best friends i feel like that's even more um 
that that's like even more unpredictable like coming into the season yeah. than mm-hmm. anything else it's like wow she's come so far that she's like an accepted member of the best best friends god too um, okay that's also like the best part of like the early part of the season is them like and their shenanigans like when Catcher's like in Adora's lap and they're all like just pestering oh, yeah, Adora. Yeah. That's like the best. Yeah, well, I was going to oh, say, so ca- there's so much like uh, just so- casual uh, ship stuff with Catcher throughout the season. There's, I felt, I always, I just was always felt they're very like touchy throughout the season. Yes. And, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's like the, a great moment. And I feel like the third to last episode when she's like, you uh, went through fire to, to save me. It's um, so funny. Yeah. She's good. like oh teasing her about yeah. it. She's like smirking. Catcher's like, shut so, up. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's a great one. There's their like epic, uh, fight with Katra being brainwashed in in the fifth episode. Oh my god, that episode like traumatized me. Like, <laughs> Even like just the up. name of it is the best thing in the Save world. Save the cat. It's for Michelle. And they like, have we not talked about how Katra has a cat now? Like, that's the best thing you could do. It's true. <laughs> Look, it's cat. Cat. As someone who str- has struggled to find Katra sympathetic in the past, they giving her an animal companion was the <laughs> really number helped. one move to to do. Like, that was they should have <laughs> so done this good. a lot earlier. That would have been the that would have been the thing to do. Um, that, after you do that, it's like full full on audience favorite. Um, and new haircut, animal companion, like they went all out for Catra. Um, um, and then she just like she transforms, uh, holding the new Catra. Okay, new, yeah, new Catra. Yeah, new Catra. Yeah, new cat, new cat, and uh, she she transforms holding Catra. Oh my god! Transformation sequence and yeah. The transformation sequence is like, oh my god! Also, like I'm like big gay for like her new outfit. Like I'm big gay. No, seriously, she's good. Like her platform shoes are amazing. Already eight feet tall and taller. Guys, it's so good. And her ponytail looks so like so badass. It's like damn. I didn't know. I never knew a ponytail could like be that cool, but it really is. I literally, you know, when that (laughs) happened, I was like, oh my god. Also, like, so transformation sequences are not our favorite thing. But I don't I, hate them. They're fine. Yeah, re, redoing it in the last season, redoing the transformation sequence, and then only That's doing it twice, move. right? Yeah, only but, twice. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say though that I was like, I, there were a couple times when like she would transform, and I was like, man, I wanted to see the sequence again because like it was right? so good. She looks so good. This is like the only time I wanted more. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's, she it's she just goes so satisfying though too. Oh, like, it's like because you know, beast. like it took her so much to. To become She-Ra again, yeah. like, and this uh, is like she's like fully realized She-Ra, like, yeah. Oh, it's no, so in good. the sequence, she's like, uh, like the, the it's the, so that's, good. That's my audio description of yeah. The, the, the I know. Look she I'm gonna say every time it happened, I was like, oh my god, it was just so good. Okay, yeah. It's crazy. It's way, way over the top. That sequence is great. Uh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's like so good. So good. It's wonderful. Okay, you leave it's us alone. A, look, it is wonderful. I agree. That's, like, that's honestly, it. like book three of Korra. Like you work, you worked so hard through books one and two to get to get to book three, and that's what this is. Like you worked so hard to get to the final season of Shira, and you're like, I deserve this. I no, deserve let's, this let's, transformation sequence. <laughs> that and let's talk about that in the context of Katra's uh, Katra redemption. Her turn, her quick turnaround here, because she's like we're like coming into the season, and the trailer package like is twelve episodes, is thirteen episodes enough for Katra to become a good guy? And she's there by episode five, right? Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, by, by, by episode three, we're kind of even there with Katra. Um, certainly way quicker than any of us expected. I think we've seen, heard the opinion so far that it was not, um, it didn't feel forced or anything though. No. Um, no well, I mean, when Glimmer said, do you want a good thing in your life? I was like, oh my God. And then yeah, like, I was like, dang, Glimmer. That's such a good way of, of doing this. I was I, like, it's such a clear, like message and theme and fits. And then when, so well. yes. and, and then like when they were talking about what they miss about Etheria and what they would be doing and they were bonding over Adora intense glimmer door moment by the way but they were like that, yeah. but like that was i one that was extremely like also when they just kept seeking each other out because they were lonely but also just catra like one like the fact that she was seeking out glimmer and then like i mean glimmer i'm not glimmer catra's turnaround on the ship i think is like as also they do it so well because it is a struggle like she goes along with it but then when it's Adora, she's like, no, I can't. I can't do this. Like, and even Horde Prime, like. He gets it. He's like, oh, she yeah. means something to you. And Kendra's like, yeah, yeah. no. He's like. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so, like, she gets called out at, like, every turn. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I think that's part of it and just the intensity of it all. Like, they did a really good job in, like, the first three episodes to really sell you on, like, Catra. And then yeah. also, I think, also, like, this is also, I mean, it, Horror Prime is scary. Like, everything at this point that Catra has seen is terrifying. And then the thought of him getting Adora. Yeah, well, I will. I think, I, uh, go ahead, uh, I was going to say, I think there's also something to be said about, like, the loneliness factor in terms of Catra's yeah. redemption. Because, like, not only is she, like, she's taken this to such an extreme, and then what did it end up getting her? She's in space, which I would be freaked out with that alone. But not only that, but she's essentially alone up there. So she has no one but her own thoughts, her own feelings, and she has to face all of those. And I think that's why, like, there's so much, like, depth to her seeking out Glimmer, too, because, like, the one person that she ever truly felt connected to was Adora. And the closest thing she has to that is Glimmer. So just her seeking out that companionship like says so much. And the fact that then she like goes on to like help Glimmer escape and everything else. Like there's, there's so much to Catra's redemption in such a short amount of time that makes that like, it feels justified and it feels earned. And also like, there's still like, as much as Catra acts all, and I think that's the thing too, is that like fall away. Like I think the biggest moment for me, which obviously she was like under coercion, but when she came home to Glimmer with that piece of cake, that like, oh, yeah. to me, that was like, a that was like, it sounds dumb. But that was a really big moment for Catra, like to like, to show like even like the barest like hint of kindness. And like, and I think, and like, and I think they've done a really good job of like, Obviously, like one, I've never like Catra is an incredible character. Whether you're sympathetic to her or not, like from the beginning, is like a whole other thing. But like, just what they've done, like, and also I think that's another thing we also touch on more of the abuse that her and Adora suffered in this season. Like we witnessed a lot of it, but then also like we really do. I feel like delve more into it in a way that like, or at least we can see more the impact that. Shadow Weaver had on both of them and then to have them together I think does a lot also to like to for you to sympathize with like this is why Catra is the way she is like she did everything she did so she could survive 
Yeah, seeing seeing all the stuff with Shadow Reaver towards the end with the two of them with Shadow, I think that's all really good. I, I like. I think that was messed be- up. Was watching them like them having to watch her die. That was okay. Messed we'll up. get to that. In a, that that's, that's, that's a topic I want to talk about. But um, the I th- I do think it's a good point. The context, just the situation, catchers in is very ripe yeah. for her doing mm-hmm. the things she did, and that's like very believable. And I do think like watching the season, I'm like a big catcher skeptic. Like why, this this season, I don't know what that means, but th- this season, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but. The, it just uh, what they did with her it feels really good and it's all very believable within the context of this season like I think it just it's also like for a door we wanted capture to be good and you're rooting for it so you're more like primed uh, to say like this is realistic I, I like and it's and I do think it's a good regardless of whether it was like too fast or not I think it's a good move to get to the good stuff you know like this is then they, they what they they mine so much uh, good content out of catcher being on their side I think throughout this and I think it makes sense with where the, the plot went um everything that happened this season made sense i think if you look back on you know four seasons of the show and then it's like within three episodes is her turnaround i think that feels a little bad um so i wonder how it's going to play on a series we rewatch i think within the season it feels great you know if you just see the the last finale stuff and you go right into this i wonder how it is but um i I think it's i think it's okay um it felt a little bit like we we fast forwarded well we did i mean we watched her fall apart. Like, I think that's the yeah, other last part. season was a lot of her falling apart. Like she half. literally like lost her mind. And I think that's also like, cause I mean, that was really when she felt the most alone was last season when after Scorpio left and like, I mean, she literally went, Yeah, there's crazy. a lot of priming stuff last season. Yeah. So I think, and honestly, I think it might play even better on rewatch to watch, like to go, to watch catcher go from her lowest point also, I want to watch, like, the first season again, because, like, what a magical time. <laughs> what everything was all nice and well uh, in the world. When we didn't have... Yes. Can we talk about Hordak being small potatoes? Like... <laughs> yes. Small potatoes. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we get to Hordak Prime. It's like, Horde Prime, and we're like, oh, my God, why? Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, like, wrong Hordak was more of a prevalence oh in this season than Hordak was. Like, I love wrong Hordak, though. What a great, what a Ron great Hordak range the voice actor amazing. has for these people. Yeah. Ron Hordak is wonderful. Amazing performance by the, the voice actor, sure. I mean, and la- yeah. last thing on Catra, I, I feel like a big po- component of this being so quick is just that everyone was so quick to forgive her. And I think that just speaks, like, to the our, our main trio their well, just their empathy to... and and their their like views mm-hmm. on Katra. It's it's like you know like what's what's redemption other than just choosing to start doing better things and then having people accept you and that can be really quick if, if exactly if, 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 well, if like, you have people like Glimmer and and Bo there. Well, Michelle talked about that in during uh, our last Steven? Dur- yeah. during well no not uh, during the trailer podcast. And I've, I've been really thinking about it a lot in the past, like, week and then, like, when we were watching the show about, like, the importance of forgiveness. And it really, like, I think they did a really good job. Like, like when Entrafta forgives uh, Catra, I thought that was really powerful. And, like, also just the fact that Ador- no, that Catra apologized, like, that's the thing, like, I think, because... Catra was- starting to apologize to people. I mean, the it's it, it's, it's like Catra goes her, to their side, yeah. like, and then it's like, okay, she's with them physically, but then yeah. she starts to do these like normal person empathetic things, and it's like, right. oh my goodness, who is this person? Like, this right. is a, this it's is good. a real human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> 
so, and, and, that, and those, those things do like come yeah. later on. So I do feel like the season builds up to that really well too. Right. Yeah. I think I'll well, and at least like for me, like it made sense for I guess kind of like Glimmer and Bo to sort of be more on board with it at first, just because they weren't as close to Catra before everything. And so that's why like I mean, even with Adora, like there's still like a little bit of distance with them between the two of them, which obviously goes away. But like, like when, like the moments that Catra has with Entrapta, someone who sh- she directly like impacted and did something bad to, like just mean a little bit more because of that. So like, like obviously Entrapta wouldn't forgive her right away because she was like a di- like something happened as a direct consequence. Whereas like Glimmer and Bo, it's not as direct. Well, also Glimmer, I mean Glimmer was like, listen, she sacrificed herself to save me. Whatever yeah. you want to do, Adora. Yeah. They bonded on the ship a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like that, they know how much catcher means to adora they know like mm-hmm. they're just they're just they in general they're 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 people that would forgive someone so quickly and especially right. for their someone close to their friend i think yeah. yeah well i feel like for glimmer also it's that you know she's also hoping to be forgiven by her two best friends for making mistakes that she yeah. regrets so yeah. i think she's she apologizing she can right understand right catcher from that angle adora knows catcher so well that she seeds so many other sides to Catra that Glimmer and Bo don't have access to. So they need to just, like, take her word for it. And Bo, I think, like, he's the one that maybe would make the most sense to have reservations, but he's also, like, the kindest, most open-hearted yes. of the trio. So, like, mm-hmm. it makes sense that all of them, like, in their own ways would, like, come around to this because of their relationships to her or just, like, who they are as people. Yeah, it's like a perfect set of circumstances that gets Catra there so quickly, yeah. but, it, but the yeah. season yeah. portrays it really well. Like, and that's 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 the biggest reason why you know we can sit here and say like, oh yeah, it was quick or whatever, but really like the it was set up perfectly for her, so I can't complain. Like, <laughs> yeah, it all made sense. Like, and even with Entrapta, because like I will say one thing I really loved the season was how much like when people were yelling at Entrapta, being like, wow, you care about science and you don't care about friendship. I'm like, wow, it's like our podcast yelling at Entrapta in season one. <laughs> yeah, like the show team self aware of criticism, but it's like again, like the reason Entrapta just like didn't even think to have a grudge against Catra. It's because, like, that's just kind of how her personality is. She She's so straightforward thinking that she doesn't have grudges against people, which is, like, so, I don't know. It just, it makes so much sense for me. And that's part of why I love Entrapta. She's just so focused on things. Also, but doesn't it doesn't really mean she doesn't though. care. What? <laughs> it really hurt, though, when she was like, I'm not really good with people. So I yeah. thought, and I was like, oh. Which has been trying to do the whole time. She's just been trying to make herself useful, and she thought by being useful that would like make up for everything. And it's like, oh, baby, <laughs> you're doing your best. We understand in your own way. Yeah, I think in her own way. Um, comments on Catra's haircut. I it's love great. it. So good. Can you say something? This is just my personal thought, but. So when in the shot when Adora like transforms into her new outfit and she's kind of like got like Catra like slung in her arm with like her like head up. It is just like the the most lesbian thing in the world. I did kind of wonder for a second like wow is this like 
the old like it did kind of remind me a little of Noelle and Molly just because of Catcher's new haircut. Oh, I, th- I think Catcher looks, you- <laughs> looks a ton like Molly. I think she it looks was, exactly uh, like Molly. It's so wonderful though. I was just like, wow, like you yeah. can do you can like do really gay romance stuff that kind of looks like your wife when you have your own show. What a great power! But, like li- the so good. like. The lesbian power that is here is like really power. Like it's oh just, my gosh, I think yeah. I think I think Adora is like Noel esque. Like I think this is their oh, self yeah. insert couple. I feel like, like it's... the long hair. I was like, am I crazy? Like I need to separate no, art from the real. artist, but also no, like real. an artist made the art. So <laughs> yeah, that's like the first thing I thought would catch. Right? Hair, okay, good. Like, it was just I'm like, oh, this feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. No, it's a, just uh, the ch- complete f- transformation of Catra in all aspects, and yeah, and like we mentioned, her magic cat, um, whatever his name is, Milog. 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 He's amazing. But it's a cat. Yeah, it's good. He's yeah, Michelle, what's your analysis of this cat? I screamed when the cat came on because I'm like, oh yeah, there was a cat in the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, it imprinted on Catra. That's so meta, and she can speak cat. And, like, it was great because then they'd use the cat as a plot device. Like, when, when Catcher would be alone with it, she'd, like, talk to it because she couldn't talk to another person about her interpersonal feelings. You know, also, like, don't look at me that way. Like, I know what I'm doing's wrong or this is how <laughs> I'm feeling. And she just say it to the cat. And it's like, this is great. This is a great narrative device. Also, it was so good. She'd be like, I don't like you. And then the cat, which is, like, the literal embodiment <laughs> of her emotions, is all over Adora. It's amazing. I know! It's Catch your purse with Adora twice this season. I freaked out both times. So we never catch your purse. It's so good. Yeah, what's your cat now? Like, what? I'm sorry. This, <laughs> this entire season is fan service, and I'm about it. It kind of, there's a lot of fans. <laughs> M- Michelle, what's the catcher cat analysis this season? She's even more of a cat, is what Super you're saying. Cat. Yeah, like she's so much of a cat. She has her own cat. Like, what more do you need? Like, that's is that as how much cats work. <laughs> she has her own emotional support cat. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, most cats need an emotional support yeah, cat. Yeah, Adora's like, this is my emotional support cat to Catra, and then Catra's like, this is my yes. emotional support right. cat. Yeah, this is They're also cat. my yeah. emotional support <laughs> <laughs> has an even smaller cat. Milog, yeah, Milog, great. I, I assume that's a thing from the the original thing. So I'm assuming show. so, too. Milog's like, this is Catra, like my emotional support cat. <laughs> yeah, then Milog's... <laughs> This is a, yeah, there's a fan, a, fan, a fan comic coming with this, right? Um, okay, yeah. Uh, a lot of a, a great, we'll, we'll come back to Catra, I'm sure. But um, some, well, we can talk about, we can conclude the Catra overall. This guy. I feel like Catra is the standout character of the season. Absolutely, um, yeah. Adora's I also agree, really good. But I will say Adora, like, I've never enjoyed Adora so much as this season. This was the first <gasps> time I really felt like her taking control of, like, leadership in a way that actually I bought into and was super excited for. Like, she was just taking charge left and right, and it was really exciting because Adora sometimes has trouble making up her mind or knowing what to do or what decisions to make. And just, like, the fact that the power Shira was inside her all along, like, is so good. She made her own dang sword. Like, that's awesome. That's that so is so amazing. Girl. I love it. <laughs> I will say the, the part that really made the most impact on me for Adora's character, and, like, I'm, like, biggest Adora stan. I love Adora. She's the best. But, like, her conversation with Mara and also, like, they, they hammered this home, like, throughout the season, which I feel like this isn't something that most shows with this kind of, like, chosen one really get into is, like, you know, when Mara was, like, I didn't die so you could die. I didn't want to die. Like, the whole, like, I died so you wouldn't have to. And this idea of, like, 
you can choose like you are more than this like you you can choose love like you can choose like what do you want like you yeah like, this isn't where it ends like you like you don't have to die doing this like you don't like like that yeah, whole, she like, says like you're you're more than like what you can do for other people. Yeah, and I like, was oh like, my oh my god, it was yeah. literally Even, like Catra like, like throws it in her face too right. before yeah. that because she's just like, you don't have to do this. Why does it like, always have to be you? Yeah, why yeah. does it always have to be you? And it doesn't. And that's one of Adore's biggest problems. And I kept thinking in that moment, like, yo, I wish there was an Angela right now who could do this again instead of Adora, because Adora's always going to want to be no a Angela martyr. Revival. Yeah, sad. rip. Um, <laughs> that is they, no, yeah, so rip, I think it, at the, rip, 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 She's still dead. Uh, yeah, I think it, a big, yeah, big theme towards the end of the season is Adora always wants to sacrifice herself for the greater good, and Catra's like, um, you shouldn't, you know, I, you, uh, the people in your life are counting on you too, the people you're closest to, not just everyone. So you, you shouldn't yeah. default to sacrificing yeah. yourself because what happens to me? That's kind of Catra's perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's also the whole, you know, Noelle had talked about it in the article. Uh, the, uh, there were several articles. I'm not sure if there they're were. the same article. She, she's doing multiple interviews. They're coming out slowly. So there was uh, one interview. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember which exact interview it was, but she was talking about like the issue is to Katra. The relationship was always her relationship with Adora was always number one, and you know when Adora sacrifices herself or you know she always chooses the world over Katra, that you know Katra was not her priority, and that was really the issue, mm. Katra. And so, and I think. This is an interesting, like, I think this is a really interesting, like, take and way to go. Because normally, like, it's like, you know, you know, sacrifice the one for, you know, the good of all. And, like, to go through the story where, like, no one had to die. This didn't have to happen. Like, and, like, to let yourself have it. Like, let yourself, like, because that was it. Like, it's kind of, you know, again, this is so influenced by Avatar. But, like, you know, she her confusion about Katra because she loves her and she doesn't like, and she's so conflicted. She doesn't want to die. And then also like, she wants Katra to love her back. You know, that was keeping her like from becoming Shira and like, she would have died otherwise. So like, I think like, it's really interesting like this, you know, and, and this was something explored in Avatar, but I don't think not necessarily so explicitly that like, in this case, it wasn't like, it's, you know, it's these relationships And, you know, the, all the love Adora has for all of her friends. And actually, I don't know if this is, like, real or not, but I did see a post of someone was analyzing Adora's new outfit as Shira. I don't know if y'all saw that. Like, no. she has the heart for Bo and the wings for Glimmer on her feet. And then her helmet actually looks like Catra's helmet. Ooh, Ooh. I love that. So I was like, oh, my God. Oh, it's so, all like, three it, of them. Yeah. Right. And then to have all of that, and then, like, you know, that's what, the, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is this season, you know, it's the best friend squad plus Catra. So, like, Catra becomes, the be- you know, part of the best friend squad. And so just this, like, this message of, like, you can be, like, you can be the hero, but you don't have to give yourself up. You don't have to give everything that it, that makes you you up. Yeah, so and, and and not only, I think that definitely, and then also like you know, it's also important that the people are counting on you that you're there for them. You know, that's, yeah, that's like, yeah. That's well, especially true. because like in the beginning, you know, we touch base on the whole like Glimmer gets I guess captured or kidnapped or whatever, 
And then Adora's like conflicted about all of that because, you know, she she made that promise to Angela that she would, you know, like she would protect like Glimmer. She would look out for her. And so it's it's kind of like the oh, like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting that she's, you know, I guess being a little bit more selfish in the beginning of the season where at the end she's a little bit more conflicted about it, especially when it comes to Catra. So, Yeah, yeah. That just made me realize, like, I guess there is, like, a big difference between being there for somebody, like, in your actual life and just making a grand gesture with the assumption that it will do better for everyone, including the people you care about, in a much broader, less tangential way. Um, And the show seems to care very much more about being there for people in their actual lives. And it seems very anti-martyr, which I love so much because like that's put on such a pedestal. Like there's no, there's no greater way to prove your love than to give everything away. And she as a show is very much being like, yo, no, it's not. Cause then you're not there to like help anyone else ever. And all these people care about you and they won't have you in their life anymore. And that's, it really sucks for them and actually makes some things harder. Um, and there, there's more than one way to care for people. And actually being there to care for them is, like, pretty good. Like, I, I don't see that a lot. And it's nice to think that, like, yeah, that is, like, really good. And maybe that is a better way a lot of times. And time. it's not, like, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a bad, like, characteristic that Adora has. But it's more of Adora lacks the complete self-preservation. Like, she yes. Needs, yeah. And that's the thing. It's a flaw. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like, and this is something I've been working on with in therapy. Not that I've had anybody to, like, sacrifice myself for anything recently but like like this whole like giving you know you don't know what happens in the world you don't know um but like to you know to give so much of yourself and not never to leave anything for you like you can like it's not being selfish to like to be a like to love and to like want to have stuff like to want to have happiness to want Mm -hmm. that relationship or to want to be loved. Yeah. Which yeah. I think that's really like, that's, the most here. That's something Catra probably understands with Adora so well. Because even though they were coming at it from different ways. Like the thing Catra always really wanted was love. And to, to. She struggled so much with her own ability to prioritize what she wanted. Because like again I think back to like. When she was talking to Glimmer and it's like, oh, and Glimmer would say like, oh, I want to like have a sleepover and we like do all this fun stuff we used to do. Like, what what do you want to do when we get back? And Catra like can't think of anything. She thinks there's nothing left for her. And I feel like that's part of why she's able to ask Adora, like, what do you want? Like, what, <laughs> what do you want to do with your life? Like, it doesn't have to be this. Because I think like Catra's struggled with the same thing in a different way for so long and she like gets that it could be hard for Adora to to allow herself to want things for herself and to prioritize what makes her happy on her own, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, it's, a, it's a good discussion. You could get even deeper into this, these types of themes with the show. I think the season does a good job with that. Um, how about some quick hits to close things out from parts from the season we haven't mentioned? I mean, for, we talked about Glimmer and Catra a lot, but um, they, uh, they're, they're... Oh, we didn't talk about the kiss. That's they're the bonding important. on the ship, the kiss on the cheek. Yeah. That was, yeah, that I, was I, that. I, I remember wanted to that. Die. It was amazing. Yeah, I wanted so to sweet. die. I was yeah. shocked. It was really good. It was so Glimmer. good. Look, uh, let let them be a thruple. Um, yes, let, let it happen. That they could be, the be uh, a foursome, whatever yeah, yeah. the name yeah. that is. That's yeah. what they're in. That's, that's where what the Red Squad is. Uh, that's yeah. what it is. It's just yeah. Uh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's, 
That's all. Yeah. So they're really good throughout the season, Glimmer and Catcher. Um, we, uh, how about, okay, this ending. So Michelle's described it as, uh, their, their, their gay love, like, saves the day. Like, someone explain to me what happens at the end because, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I got okay. you. Okay. Right. Yeah, and delayed. if she does it, I got it. Okay. So, like, the best, like, actually, I actually saw a tweet that I thought summed it up really well was that, so Adora cannot become Shiro. And so when Catcher's like, I love you. Adora's like, oh my God. And that one, that kind of brings her back from the brink. Like she was dying. And so that makes her like awake enough to be like, I love you too. And then, so one, that was like the block, like the chakra block in Avatar that allowed her to become She-Ra. Also, someone was like true love's kiss. And I was like, yes, this is what we're doing right now. Yep. So, so, so it allows her to become She-Ra. And that's how she's she doesn't die because she's no longer infected. So is, is does she put the the code into the thing? Yes, like, that's what happens. She, the weapon. So so she was dying from the infection. And then after that, she starts naturing everything, making everything yes. grass. Because so the failsafe has been activated. Well, also is that she, the failsafe? <laughs> no, it's also. I also think this is because she is now her ultimate Shira. Yeah, like, she's all power. She has been flickering like throughout the season. We see her flickering, which was also really neat, like visually. And also, like, metaphorically. But, all, but like, and at this point, I think, like, the failsafe was just to destroy the weapon. Like, it was basically Ethereum's defense against what the first ones had done, which right. was making the I, I feel like that wasn't clear that that it was inactivated. Here's the thing that, um, that the thing that Shadow Weaver and Cast Spell were talking about is that the heart of Ethereum was the magic of Ethereum. So, like, the first ones had locked all, all the magic. Together. So that's what she's yeah. doing at the end is she's yeah. returning the magic yeah. to Ethereum. Yeah, it's kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's it's basically like bringing the spirit world back, which is literally it's what happened. Very, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. In general, this is just like this is your Deus Ex Machina fantasy ending to the show. It's, it's great. like very Avatar Korra type. Ending. But it was lesbian kiss, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was a great version of it, you know? Yes. That's the thing is, I don't yeah. think Shira's plot has never been super detail oriented, to say the least. Also, we don't really understand Shiro's power, so it doesn't matter. It's I don't think like, anything makes ex- super explicit sense in the show. It's, so it's, it's magic. It's, a big it's not jump. supposed yeah, to. Yeah, it's magic. magic planet. It's what more do you need? Magic planet is fine. Yeah. Magic planet. Yeah. So the, she has the code still flashing on her after she's magicking everything. I thought maybe she didn't uh, activate. Well, the that's because so. she she had to take the magic from the heart inside of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now and they said the that power. they said that was going to happen, and that yeah. yeah. Oh, so now it's always in her, and the co- like, yeah. the symbol represents yeah. that. Okay, yeah. okay. Because she had to take it, or she would have died, or yeah. the, uh, the world would have exploded. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I think all the. Yeah, I, I like the explanation that uh, getting uh, getting rid of the heart is bringing magic back, and that's combined with her like fully realized. Yeah. Share it, of I think like the way I understood it, and I think they did explain it. It's just confusing because so much happens at once, and also because they say things like. Like the heart and like the failsafe, like these are words that don't really they they're meaningless. But like so, like the heart is just all of the magic is all magic in Etheria that the first one's locked away. I think generally Shira lore wise, other than the Horde Prime stuff, the biggest thing explored the season was that um, the Horde Prime and the first ones, all of these people were corrupting the original magic that these planets yeah. had, or they're, they were taking it away. Like they're they, taking they're, it away. Yeah, it's, it's a very 
very anti-colonist type of theme that they're going for, yeah. basically. Very environmentalist, anti-colonialist, yeah. like colonialist, you know, like, so I think I think it all really fits. I like this. I feel like this is the most simplest diluted message that they got with that, that yeah. they had for the show. And I thought that was successful. Um, and we also got a lot of lore surrounding Horde Prime. Um, and we haven't talked much about Horde Prime as a villain. He's a dominant presence this season. Um I, I I think potentially the best the best I mean we've had a Hordak and Catra and all the you know Shadow Weaver. Well, I think Hordak is a very successful shows. type of opposing force this this season. I mean, it's honestly like the first four seasons of Shira and this last season are different shows because like you know I mean there was definitely like threats and like you know I mean hello we like ruined the universe but like. It very, you know, I was joking earlier, but like it was very much small potatoes in comparison to this intergalactic like empire and this dude who has like clones and he's eternal. So like I think it's really interesting how they how like once they like moved from the shadow dimension that it was just like boop, just here's craziness. Yeah, it, like, it, we we said it was a reset. Definitely felt like a reset because it kind of like because it kind of felt like. I mean, Shira's always had a plot. Like, each season has its own arc. But, like, you know, kind of more, like, kind of fun adventure, goofy stuff. And now we're like, oh, my God, we have to, like, do stuff this this season. Like, there are no time for games. And it was, like, a good, uh, I feel like it's a good backdrop to the things that are happening, the Horde Prime stuff, um, while also being interesting and exciting enough in its own right. That Horde Prime was really good, very charismatic, pretty interesting learning the backstory. Love his hair. I don't totally understand what his hooking up to the green goop means (laughs) and if he's ciphering like energy or memories or both. Taking taking life force probably. And like how often does he swap bodies as his clones? And we saw his past lives and then we saw that he doesn't even have all of his memory like that he like like, he's so ancient that he only like contains that's so much interesting stuff. I love knowing he was like that old though. Like that does make him more intimidating like he's and been around yeah. forever doing this and forever. just generally like he like this is one guy who has conquered the universe and like it's yeah. just him he has clones mm-hmm. of him it's not a civilization it's just this one right man. and also like and he was very much also a thanos villain like he was gonna he wanted to end the universe to bring peace because he's crazy and then like yeah, and then at the end he's like oh well, i can't i can't conquer it while everyone's dying through the fire <laughs> yeah. yeah and then like I on do top love how he he would use the language of like little brother, little sister. Like it felt very like religious slash culty. And like the way he talked about how like you guys are out of line, but like if you just like come into the light, like it also the chance. The clones are creepy. Those made me laugh every time. It was so ridiculous. It was so yeah, it's like it's very culty. And then at the end, I feel like he I feel like we learn he believes it too at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. He's been drinking the Kool-Aid longer than it's just him. It's just his it's so it's so enjoyable but, to watch he's like, like he's it's just been himself for yeah, like ever no. so of course he's, he's just crazy that at this point we had to have this villain for Casher to be redeemed because she could manipulate hordak and then she like straight up killed him so you know <laughs> right yeah it, it's the force that the instigator that was Katra needed for what happened yeah. And I do think this is like if it does kind of feel good as a wrap up to the show's plot, just because 
Um, it's it's nothing to do with anything, but also it's like the escalation of the horde plot. The whole show's the horde, and then this is the biggest horde. But also, it's like all the all the first one stuff, and then we learn that yeah. they're wiped out, and here's the guy that wiped all the first ones out. So I think well, it, it kind of ties up well. We get to see like other, I guess, like examples of like the horde's impact on the universe too. Yeah. So like we and saw they, that like, one when... the rebellion. Yeah, so crystal planet. Yeah, we had a few shots of a rebellion on multiple. But yeah, that was. uh, And then we just get the one crystal planet. We get these new characters that are only in one episode, but they're. But But then, like the trophy room where he like gives her the ball. He's like, "Wow, this is the most." Oh my god, when she yeah, that's true. That's true. And he kills the ball. Yeah, the scary jello. Yeah, this is really rare jello because that plant doesn't exist anymore. Noelle eating the jello was so funny. Yeah, she's very alcoholic. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, and I feel like the other of the plot stuff, the mind control is like the big device that we used. Oh my God, it's so scary. I'm sorry. The catcher stuff was ter- like terrifying. Like that was, and I think that's honestly, that was something I was not expecting. Oh my God, we haven't talked about the most important thing, which is they kept changing the title card, which was amazing. Yes. They yeah. kept changing, which is, yeah, it was, it was really good. But then also like, that was something I could not have expected was this mind control. And then like slowly everyone, like the thing was like, you could, you knew it was happening, but then it was a shock every time. It's impactful. Like, Cause it's yeah, affecting like, our, yeah, yeah. And it's Spinarella. And then like the Spinarella stuff was like really dark. And then you get like, when they get Mermista, like when she comes into the room, me and my fiance were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, not Mermista. They would use like whenever they were like, brainwashed or whatever they would use like pet names against like their yeah. loved ones oh, my oh God, yeah. I, I love it i was like, That's I was like no or like yeah. what is it uh micah calls glimmer like baby, baby girl. girl and i was like oh yeah, no so uncomfortable yeah, no, good. yeah glimmer has to get fets to fight her dad you have fights like, like beats him up yeah, she, with she really does like zap him for everything she's got. I was kind of like, like, wow, wow, yeah, that's Glimmer. what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. That's how I mean, Glimmer she, rolls. How long has it been since she's seen her dad? Mm, she yeah. was an infant. I think. Well, she doesn't yeah. even remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, also, Mike and amazing. Yeah, that was that was good stuff too. And then Frost uh, Glimmer reunion. That 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 stuff's good. Um, I think the most effective with Catra in episode five is that their fight with uh, with the door, the, the mind control device. And then there's oh my god, that like too, hurt my soul, especially early on. Okay, it's such a um, good episode. Mm-hmm. Last main topic I want to discuss: Shadow Weaver. So I feel like as much as like oh my god, they actually did catch a door at the end. Maybe even a bigger shock. No, this Sh- is what I've been saying to everyone. This is the biggest shock. This is everyone. I, all I hear is, you know, who's the true villain of the show? You know, who's the most evil person is Shadow Weaver. Yeah, and fair. fair. I, I don't think that's true. Well, I think I think after is never okay. No, Look, she's definitely a villain, but I don't think af- she's after, as villain. As we've seen Horde Prime, I think you can't argue she's more evil than Horde Prime. Horde Prime right. tries to kill the entire universe. She's he's the worst. But Shadow, yeah. Look, this is a reviled character. This, by this shocked me. Like this is, and she gets with and. We were like, oh, here's a possible ending for Catra. She's going yeah, to sacrifice herself yes. to redeem. And they and do it with Shadow Reaper instead. It's yeah. the only way. But I, can I just say, I do think it's a little weird that, like, it, it, it felt so obvious after a point that Shadow Weaver couldn't exist in the world after the story and, and for it to feel okay. But that, you know, Hordak does. Like, outside of Mermista saying, uh, we're all just okay with, like, this like about him being around like he he straight up murdered and genocided so many more people i don't know i just think it's interesting that the show like draws the line at shadow weaver but he can just you know rebuild 
I mean, is well, yeah, so Martin and Mermist is like, are we okay well, with Hordak being I'm here? So I think the jury's out on that. Priority. Jury's out on Hordak being here. Well, I, well, I will say there is like, not that like these things make things better, but like Hordak has suffered. We've seen him suffer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah the, we the were reason... the mask. She suffered too, but I don't care I about her. So apparently a lizard person. Her suffering is different, I think, because everything she's done, she's acted selfishly. Yeah. Like, like the reason why she started doing dark magic or whatever was because she wanted to be more powerful. And then, like, she was rejected by the source, like the sorcerer's guild or whatever they were. And so then she's like, okay, well, I'll just go be powerful for, like, the horde. So she goes and does that. And then, like, you know, the horde's done with her. So she's like, fine, I'll just go back to the, I'll just go to the rebellion and be powerful over here and take advantage of Glimmer's magic. Like everything she had done is, has been for herself versus like, cause eventually like, even like H- Hordak has a moment like earlier on where he's like, Oh, like we can't blow up the universe or whatever. But I mean, obviously he's still, is a villain. I mean, he was still a villain at some point in time, but he's not Horde Prime. So, like, I don't know. I think that's yeah, the and- biggest difference is that Shadow Weaver has been a selfish being from start to finish. Like, well, that was she- the thing is they like Entrapta like helped Hordak. There was no bringing Shadow Weaver back. Like, yeah. she now I do see like Shadow Weaver loves Adora and Catra in her little messed up way, but she does. And, like, that's the thing is, like, she did so much, ter- she did so many terrible things to them. And, like, and, like, there that, was. That's the main thing. I feel like that's why she's reviled. She is the direct cause of yeah, trauma. She's reviled, yeah, for that for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. having April talk about this has helped me because I guess, like, I can understand it as, like, there's hope for Hordak to just, like, you know, like the diamonds, like, he can now invest all his time and energy in trying to rebuild Etheria into a sustainable, better place. Um, Whereas whereas Shadow Weaver, Shadow Weaver maybe would never be able to get to that point. Like there is that moment where she talks to Micah's sister and she's like, okay, well, if you're really worried, like then you need to stop me. If I start like trying to get more power, like if, if she doubts that she can control herself, then that does plant the, the concern of, yeah, maybe she could never completely, get over that urge to just have more power and control. And if that's true, maybe it's... I was going to... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, she's also been really well at, like, manipulating people. Like, whenever Mm -hmm. she was um, talking to... um, What's her face? Like, I didn't believe that she was doing that, like, genuinely. I thought, like... She says it's so creepy. Yeah, she says everything's so creepy all the time. Makes you hard to... I've been saying it since season one is because Shadow Weaver is sketchy. Yeah, I mean, she is sketchy. I mean, I guess I I can believe she would never just completely change. Maybe I mean, I don't don't think it's about like like she just sacrificed herself. She could have like in another world she doesn't, and maybe she changes and stuff. You know, I don't. Well, well, that's what we were talking about though. Is like you know when we were trying to imagine this redemption for Catra. This was the only thing that Shadow Weaver could do. Like. There was no yeah, coming back from everything yeah. she had done. Look, and yeah, I, think- I, I, I think the for me the bigger thing is that the show did like a, a redemption thing with her. Like, they did, and, I, and that was the thing. I like the fact that Shadow Weaver did it is crazy. Like, and I, I like I love this. I want to say I think this is the most empathetic thing the show has done because 
here's this character that just does feel very judged and reviled by the show and for good reason but also um it, it, it i feel like shadow you know like you're always expecting shadow weaver since season one to be to turn and betray everyone and be evil and she's yeah. like pushed people in bad directions but she ne- it's like oh the twist is she never did that she never she thought she did think she was a good guy and she's still like a messed up person but she was try- trying to generally to be on the side of good um and well, she, like, she cements though? it here at yeah. the end yeah she, i think, she was I think trying to be on the since. winning side yeah she's been trying to be on the winning side i don't think it's no. I, I, I mean i think i think I it's honestly, fair but i think like i think in her head she uh, noel's noel's talked about it. i think she thinks she's she's doing good here at the end yeah, well i think she's good. doing good for herself but like in a very selfish like i want to well, be on the winning side because i care so much about power and i never think i have enough power so i grab it well look, look you, you you suspect she's going she's trying to grab power this whole time but she never does well, my thing is. is, I think, I think the like the re- true redeeming quality of Shadow Weaver is her love for Catherine Adora, which is yeah. also like the most messed up part about it because she, she hurt them so much, and like, and I think that's like what makes all of this so compelling is when like one she self immolates, which is like crazy, like she blows them all up, but then to like you know this whole time she's like Catcher, you're holding Adora back. But then when Adora is like goes back for Catra, like she's like, no, you both go and like, like she like she has pushed them like she's pulled them apart and thrown them together and like tortured them so much. And then to like her final act is to push them together. It's crazy, like honestly. I mean, like, it is crazy, and she even tells Catcher she's proud of her and makes Catcher yeah. cry. And like, I feel so conflicted about that because it's like Catcher doesn't need your approval to be okay right. with her life, but, but it, yeah. also, it clearly still means so much to Catcher to get her to say that. You know, but then also like, it still but she means she means a lot to both yeah, of them. She, she, yeah. yeah, and she and probably then, meant what she said. She yeah, probably so was I, proud of it. It was hard watching. It was hard oh, watching. It's watch just her. so it's so like messy. Which I, I, I agree with yeah. it is so compelling because it's so messy. And even though it, it feels so like uncomfortable, it's like it, it it is a relationship that's important to both of them. And that was their mother figure, and that yeah. that always yeah. will be a part of their history together is Shadow Weaver. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they talk it through and we still want therapy for everyone, right? Oh my god. You know, I don't, like, they need so much therapy. Okay. Like, so much. Yeah. I last def- therapy. Yeah, we, we, we've mentioned a lot of therapy. I time. have last my de- therapy right after. It was great. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah. The, the, the last defense of Hordak. I feel like maybe this season um gives more insight into Hordak because you see how all of the clones are so brainwashed and right. stuff it's like it's not, i was gonna say that it like, takes a lot for him to separate i feel like it's not even his that. fault like one i mean great uh, on the other hand wrong, wrong Hordak you know quick turnaround but he did yeah. a lot better in he was also separated from, from like the high, the high mind. mind yeah so. yeah that was yeah, like was Hordak I, I think Hordak was separated too but he was still plugged i think he was stuff. eventually but i think that it took like it took longer because he was still like actively like connected does that make sense yeah i feel like i feel like wrong hordak was like a totally fresh hordak you know like i don't know like he might have been brand new so he really had no sense of anything for very long so it was easy Hordak was amazing him learning to wink was so cute yeah did you just wink yeah (laughs) can we can we before we end though can we talk about entrapted act because like 
as much as Gay Love Saved the World and Trapdeck also kind of saved the world because Hordak like shooting his his big brother off the platform like it you know saved the world as much as Shira did and that's amazing and kind of hilarious to me. It was very uh my fiance pointed this out. The amount of Star Wars references in this in this yeah, season was ridiculous. And then like he just like totally like Luke Skywalker's like Darth yeah. Vader him. Like it's so good. So good. So good. And he's just he's been carrying around her 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 stone thing and and when he sees her he's like like what what have you done to me he's just something like that like it's so like it's so amazing he's like okay maybe you should leave so that I can like discard these unpleasant like feelings and memories and it's just so good also like I wasn't like I talked about like they could have just killed Hordak off but then I think that it's no. stupid it's so stupid because like they're all clones but I was like that's Hordak like every time yeah. He's a special mm-hmm. one, and she like notices that it's him, and it's just oh my god, like it's so stupid on a level, and it is still like kind of a cracky ship, but it's a ship, and I totally oh, no, it's not, it's not crack, it's canon <laughs> it's now. The best thing that ever happened was Mermista being like, Are we just okay with this? Like, That's so good, thing. like, versus like. He's done a lot of stuff though where we really just gonna let this go. But I guess so. I guess it's gonna be fine. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. they're given it they're given Hord uh, Trap Deck given the plot importance at the end to justify it. Not given this climactic kiss or anything, but um I yeah, think this is like, it's a hetero. We it's implied. They don't need a smooch, it's fine. It's true. No yeah. love declaration. He says friend. You know, they have a lot to get to to, to get really. He doesn't know the word love yet. Give it he's Hordak. Like, <laughs> oh, does, does Hordak not know what love means? Hey, don't put all this on Hordak. <laughs> you think in Trapta? Trapped is patient. You know, she doesn't need it right away. She knows. Oh, wait. wait. F- okay, post finale fic, and Trapped is like studying Catra and Adora together, taking oh, notes to try to understand oh, what she wants yeah. with. She's like, oh, Hordak. but also, but also Hordak's there with her, and they're taking notes together. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. both trying to learn how to love. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, okay, okay, I'll be Catra, and you, you, you'll be Adora. Like, yeah. <laughs> out, like. That'd be so amazing. Someone's definitely writing that. That's so, yeah. <laughs> Where are they in the in the future vision? Are they in the palace too? Um, yeah, they're in the basement making like robots and stuff together. I'm yeah. sorry, the future thing was like so good. So, oh my god, everyone's clothes are amazing, but especially Catra's like shoulder like jacket. Like, she's oh my god, that Adora's like always oh. wears. It's so yeah. cute. <laughs> And Adora Feli has like non like horde clothes on, like for once, like a really cute dress. Finally. Like she's finally letting go of that old part of her life. It's a relief. Only, only in her dreams. Never <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! Okay, maybe it's what maybe it's canon. Delaney, anything else from the season? Final oh points? yeah, uh, extremely important is every time Bo is like, "Oh my god, you're so cute." To Catra is like. Yes. And, and like, oh my god, I'm so mad at Entraptive for making their spacesuits. Like, Bose literally has, like, he has a crop spacesuit. Oh Entraptive like, has cute. holes for her hair to come out of. And then, like, Catcher has cat ears. It's literally. Yeah, Catcher's cat's How did they make that for season. her so quickly? It's, it's so amazing. Good. She needs to put her ears somewhere. It makes sense. And then, and very, and also, Entraptive gave herself a boob window, like, in space. 
Oh, I need to rewatch for that. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think all. it's all designs. I think it's not, yeah. It's, it's, it's all. <laughs> Great. It's so good. Yeah. Gotta have priorities in space. Yeah. yeah but the, any other thoughts, Delaney? I'm just like, I wasn't like, I like I wasn't a catcher door shipper, but I'm fully on board. What would you write fic of postseason? If you okay, be Catradora or Glimidora. It's gonna be Catradora. Like I'm sorry, the, I, oh, you, you act like I'm not gonna get oh, off this podcast and immediately start reading it. I also I would write Glimidora fix because I was reading a lot coming up before this, like before this week, and like there is like a deficit of Glimidora fix. Yeah. Like, but you think that thing. would be one of the most popular ones? No, oh, yeah. it's literally like it's all Catradora, which is fine. But like I'm, there was like no Glimmerdorf. Well, fix. now you get the a, po, the finale AUs where it happens. So oh my god! Wow. Okay. Uh, Michelle, final thoughts. It's a really good season. It's a really good show. I was just, I still can't believe Catcher got cat. I can't believe Scorpio's gonna like. I I didn't see it coming, but like. When Perfuma was like talking to to Catra about like how like why she thought Scorpio was so great and how she believed she would come back and just like that kind of positive affirmations exactly what Scorpio was missing when she was you know in love with Catra and like Perfuma is absolutely going to give that to her in Spades and I'm just so excited for them to find their love together. Uh, it was great to see both dads again. I didn't expect them to contribute yeah. to the plot, but they did in a big way, they which did. was nice. Like yeah. the show spent a lot of time. Like Frosta got stuff. Like Perfuma got stuff. Mermista got stuff. Like a lot of characters got to have moments. Which, like again, for for a show that's not very long and for only thirteen episodes, I wasn't anticipating them to give so much weight to. Like Natasha and Spinnerella really got so. Oh yeah, much we didn't talk about that. This season. was oh my God, season by so far. Pretty sideline before, so like I just seeing them totally like be badass with their like wind and nets and stuff. Like that was pretty amazing. Like some of the best animated stuff for sure, just for an action sequence was with them. That was all nice. We got double trouble again. Like I feel like everyone like I wish we'd had a little more Huntara, but you know, she wasn't like a super oh major my God, character. As soon as people oh, like, like, there was this amazing background character with just like abs for days. This one lady was just abs like just everywhere. Do you remember <laughs> what I'm talking about? She had like some kind of purple like corset on, but then just so many abs. And she kept showing up in the background of shots. And I was yeah, just I don't like, know what you're talking about. Girl? I'll find her for you. She's a okay. comic. But I mean, I'm lo- I love I'm I love that she was in it. Oh, we, we didn't talk about Adora's arms. Adora's arms. Oh my gosh, that arm definition. Oh, arms in that outfit are so prominent. It gave me oh. core flashbacks. It was so nice. I will be for Adora. Right? I'm so big gay for new She-Ra outfit. Um, <laughs> big gay. I love her pants. I love her platformers. They're going to be so much easier to walk in than heels. Like, yeah. oh, so good. And they keep focusing on the boots. You know that we like them. They know that we like the boots. Like, like, every time they're like, oh, Panna. And I'm like, you do this on purpose. <laughs> You're doing this on purpose. You've given me those boots? Give them to me. I had kind of expected that they that Adora would maybe reach out to like her her birth family or something, or that we get more clues. But like I I really like ultimately that they didn't focus on that because I think Adora 
deciding that like she's an Ethereum now and this is her fan family and that's like the family she's known and loved and needs she doesn't need more than that or more answers it's like kind of beautiful in a way and like I like that too because it's like yeah you can find your own community if you've never known anything else like what you have is like perfectly good and you can find it for yourself you can invite your Catra to be in it too and you got everything your Catra yeah yeah so I mean, they dead. dead. They dead, which is sad. But uh, yeah. What? It's... Oh, her fam. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Dead. <laughs> yeah, we, I thought we could get some like. Oh, are there still other first ones out there? No. Like we can explore more of the first I, ones. Technically, they like, they're like, no, they still it. No, They've been dead for like a thousand years. <laughs> yeah. No, they're dead. Yeah. That's fine. April, uh, final thoughts. Um. Oh man. Uh, I'm really proud of myself for not crying during this. Good job. Uh, <laughs> good job not crying good job for throwing you up I'm like yeah. how could you not um, but like I'm just so like satisfied with how this ended like I love that everything just got nicely wrapped up um, and I, you know it was good that we got because for a show that has a, like a cast of so many characters we did get to touch on everyone and I thought that was really kind of nice you can't write um, fan fiction this good like, yeah like you really right? can't like <laughs> Like, not even if, like, the, like, five best fanfiction writers ever got together, then there's no way. It couldn't be um, good. Yeah, it just couldn't. Um, so, I I just, like, I'm just in awe. Like, I can't wait to, like, rewatch everything with, like, again, because I just did watch, re- rewatch all of the episodes. I thought you already started it. So, <laughs> well, I, I mean, know. yes, I did. Um, okay. <laughs> thank you, Dylan, for calling me out. Um. Uh, <laughs> But like, yeah, but like this, this was just such a, a good, like, good finale, like great final season. Like the, I, I would argue that this is like the best season of this show. Um, and yeah, sad it's over. Sad it's over. Yeah. Well, but, don't, yeah. But don't, so not, happy not that it I'm happened. Sure, yeah, I'm like, so happy so it's not over. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to rewatch it until it, it Netflix is worn out. You can't run the, <laughs> can't rewind it anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Netflix, that's what it's really. Like. Good. We got to get it into the top ten. I didn't see it in the top ten yet. That's a new Netflix thing. Oh, it's yeah. only bit. Be it's like the twenty-four hours. I know. I don't. Know, I don't know. It, I don't know what the top ten refers to. to yeah. Update. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how. Dead works, to so me. Maybe. Season two is still doing the round. So give it time. Yeah, I think that's yeah. near the top. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yep, yeah, great, great last season of Shira. Good discussion on everything. Still very hype about it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> just throwing that in there. Okay, yeah, uh, they, a lot of good stuff on Noel's Twitter recently. Oh my yeah. god, like her, the content she gives us, like feed us, please. I love her. Oh my gosh, yes. A lot of good stuff. Um, now I'm just really excited for the fan post finale fix. Now that we start. Oh my fans. god, I know they're gonna be so good. Oh, everyone I, write everything. Even no, like, I need like, the I need the quadruple one. Yeah. Like, go on that road trip, right? To like help out your planet. I fall in love with each other all again in space in the ship. Oh like, God! What happens in space? You know? Oh my! Part of me wants to write it, but I'm also like, I can't go through write this. It. Write, write it. it. Write it. Write it for me. Rona, it's the perfect time to write fan fiction inside. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I bet the first ten fix are all Kyle Rogelio and the baby, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. Also, 
just Kyle needs to tell Rogelio how he feels. He needs to come out and tell him. Maybe they did it in the background. It's fine. I can't believe it. Like, that was, like, I literally could not wait. Like, when Scorpius said that, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, Scorpius said crush on Rogelio, yeah. Oh, my God. Which is, like, the best, most beautiful thing, like... Everyone be furries on this world, though, honestly. Like, come on. He's, he's a lizard. He can even yeah. That's a type of furry. He's scaly, a lizard. He's a Don't scaly. say that. Okay. 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 That's them. That's okay. Half the population are animals. Are you really a furry? Is that, like, that's not a. Is that how that works? I don't know. Where did cats come from? Where are the other cats? Okay, who knows? Anyway. Don't we'll worry about we'll it. We'll find out. Never. Yeah, don't think about it. Other cats. Yeah. Okay, that's the issue you have. We have clones, Dylan. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the it issue. That is the issue. Yeah. Also, it's it like it's not like Hordak's like human. Like I don't even know. Like they're weird little yeah, aliens. What is Hordak? Where are all the other Hordak? Well, Hordak's a clone, but like well, he probably yeah. killed. Yeah, he probably killed clone. all that. Where are the ones? other Horde Primes? You're right. Yeah. Look, Horde. Pri- look, Horde, Horde, Horde Primes come into existence. He's from an ancient species. Catra is on the planet right now. There is the old man Horde Prime that was in the tube where he got the old memories from. He had all the eyes. So that was his. His big big brother, I guess. Yeah, yeah. past hymns, yeah, probably. Um, also, okay. I didn't realize little sister could be like the scariest, like man. So cool no better ever Six. call me little sister. Like I can't do it. Fight them. Was was Horde was Horde Prime calling uh, Catra Onichan or? Oh my god! No, shut up. Get out of Where's the Japanese? Japanese Shira. It'll be better. It'll be better there. Um Okay, that's it. Uh, let us know your thoughts on <laughs> podcast overlyadmitted.com, youtube.com slash overlyadmitted. Talk about you on our Discord. A lot of discussion going on on our Discord about Shira at overlyadmitted.com slash Discord. And uh, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John. And thanks to our patron exec producers, Ryan Seabox, features Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, probably some more Shira podcasts coming up, so check that out in the Shira feed on our YouTube, etc. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.